You're listening to RazorCast, USA's hottest podcast, bringing you cutting-edge interviews from leading industry professionals. Hello, everyone. This is Liz Harvey coming to you from our RazorCast studios in New York City, where we are dedicated to bringing you top-quality advice from many of the leading expert professionals across the U.S. In today's episode, we are speaking with chiropractor Dr. Greg Rubenstein, Dr. Rubenstein is the founder of 57th Street Chiropractic, located in the heart of Midtown Manhattan, where he has been practicing since 1993. He specializes in pediatric and family care, and Dr. Rubenstein is a long-standing member of the International Chiropractic Pediatric Association. He also serves as a board member of Friends of Fresh and Green Academy, a nonprofit organization that does extensive charity work in education in Ethiopia. Dr. Rubenstein is widely considered to be one of the top chiropractors in the U.S. and is also a contributing member of our national network of RazorCast professionals. Today, we're going to talk about a very important topic, avoiding back surgery. Hello, Dr. Rubenstein. How are you today? Doing great. Good morning, Liz. How are you? I'm great. Thanks so much for being here today. So when people say they have a bad back, what are some conditions they might be experiencing? Well, you know, a bad back is a very general term, um, and it could mean an awful lot of things. You know, it could be sprains, strains, it could be arthritic degeneration of the spine, it could be a host of issues, um, herniated discs. So there are tons of things, you know, people will come in to see a chiropractor that they'll say they'll have a bad back for. Um, Scoliosis can cause problems that can lead to painful conditions as well. So there's a myriad of things that, you know, when people say they have a bad back, and that's why it's really important to, you know, make sure you go to someone who can do a proper examination and actually figure out what the cause of your problem is. All right. And for a new chiropractic patient, what is the process you follow to find the cause of their back pain and diagnose their condition? Well, whether you're a chiropractic patient or a medical doctor's patient, it's always going to be the same process. You're going to start off by doing an initial screening. You're going to ask them a series of questions to draw out the information as to what their problem is, how long they've had it, what makes it worse, what makes it better. And then you're also going to get into the questions of their history. You know, what happened to them? What brought them to this point? You look back, you know, even things as way back in childhood, accidents, falls, um, car accidents, sports injuries, things, you know, falls off the bed, um, all these different things that happen. You're going to want to know about everything because every little incident that happens to your spine leaves an imprint on your spine. And when you take an x-ray, you'll actually be able to see it. So the first process is gathering all your information, the history of the present illness and um, what their history has been prior to that. The other things you're going to want to do is do a proper examination. And an examination is going to help you determine what structures are involved. So you're going to basically start off checking their posture. You'll check range of motion. Range of motion really can tell you an awful lot about the condition of a spine, as can doing a postural evaluation. The other tools that we use on a new patient examination is palpation, actually checking the alignment, feeling, or is this segment in in line with the one above it and the one below it, and going down and checking the motion, something called motion palpation, would tell you how well or how fluidly each joint is moving. And then the thing that helps us the most is the imaging. So either taking an x-ray or an MRI, if warranted, will tell you an awful lot. And I always tell my patients, 
you know, when you take an x-ray, a picture is worth a thousand words. And to see is to know and to not to see is to guess. And I know that my patients don't come to me for me to take my best guess. So I want to see an image so I can actually look at the alignment and then take a few measurements, draw a few lines, and then report back to the patient very succinctly what specifically their problem is and if I can help them. And if I'm not the one who can able to help them, then maybe make the appropriate recommendations. Okay. And what are some treatments you provide that have proven to help patients avoid back surgery? Well, you know, it's interesting. With chiropractors, we only really have one treatment, and that's called the chiropractic adjustment. We use the chiropractic adjustment to realign vertebrae, which are subluxated. And subluxated just means that the bone is misaligned, it's fixed or stuck in an abnormal position, and it's usually irritating the neural structures of the nerves. Because when you really look at the design of the spine, we have this stack of bones, which completely encases the spinal cord. And then exiting from in between two bones are the spinal nerves, which go and deliver the messages from the brain to the rest of the body. Now, if these bones are misaligned, they're going to irritate the same nerves they're designed to protect, and that irritation to the nerves will prevent proper communication from your brain, your generator getting the information out to the rest of the body, and prevent proper information from getting back to the brain so your brain can make the adaptations and control and coordinate all the actions for the survival of the individual. I mean, that's really what your nerve system does. It's a big old communication center. So if we can keep that spine in good alignment, the communication from your brain to the rest of your body is better. And that's like the difference between having dial-up and, and a T1 line. You know, dial-up mm-hmm. internet took so long to get everything done. Now that we have DSL and T1 lines, we would never go back to that old system. And the faster the communication in the body, the more apt you're able to get things done, including healing. And that's the basic principle of chiropractic. Okay, and in what type of cases is back surgery really the only option to fix the problem? You know, that's a great question, and also, um, now that I thought about it, I don't think I fully answered your other question. Um, So the treatments that we provide is is really the adjustments to realign the vertebrae, get pressure off the nerve, and enhance the body's ability to heal. Now, in some cases, that's enough for the body to start getting back on track and improve the alignment, improve the mechanics of the spine, and very often those problems will go away, and those, those patients might not need surgery. But the determination that whether or not someone needs surgery or not is really determined by two things. Number one, there are some cases where emergency surgery is warranted right away. If you're doing an examination on someone and they have lost control of their bladder or lost control of their bowels or they're numb, their leg is totally numb or they have zero strength in it or they have what's called foot drop because there's no more nerve energy and the leg just goes flaccid, Those cases are emergencies, and those usually go to surgery right away. But the majority of the other cases that people end up going for surgery or considering surgery is truly about their quality of life. If you can get through your day with minor discomfort and you're living your life and you're doing all the things you want to do, then chances are you're not going to want to have surgery and you probably don't need it. But if your quality of life is very poor and you can't sit, you can't go to work, you can't sleep, you can't exercise, and you can't do all the things you need to do in order to have a decent quality of life, then sometimes surgery is an option. But really, in my opinion, only after you've exhausted all your other options. Always start with the most conservative type of treatment first. You know, chiropractic is non-invasive. There's no drugs. There's no surgery. Um, Once you do a surgery, there's no turning back. You can't undo the surgery. 
So jumping to surgery as a first choice is really not the best idea. I would try everything from chiropractic, physical therapy, acupuncture, pain management, massage, whatever I could do to avoid surgery. Surgery should always be the last result. Okay, great. Now, have you helped patients avoid back surgery after it had been recommended by their medical doctor? Um, absolutely. People have come in there, and again, I don't tell them that they shouldn't have surgery. I just ask them to give me a chance. I said, you know, mm-hmm. when is your surgery scheduled for? They'll be like, it's two months out. I'm like, well, are you committed to staying with me, doing some work to see if we can improve your condition? If your condition improves, you can always postpone, put off, or cancel the surgery mm-hmm. if you so desire. And that's the important thing, because people think because surgery is recommended that they have to have it. It's truly a quality of life decision that the patient gets to make. If your life is of good quality and you're able to get through your day, great. If you're not, then maybe you would need surgery, and it could actually help. I've seen plenty of people where lower back surgeries have helped. They're not as successful when they do the cervical um, surgeries, Um, They usually end up with some failed neck surgeries, which I I see coming Mm -hmm. into my office, even after they've done fusions and other problems, other types of um, surgery, rather. But, you know, it's different for every person, and it truly is a quality-of-life decision. Um, You know, there are certain cases, and the most common thing that people have back surgery for are usually the herniated discs. Those are the most common um, type of surgeries that you'll see in the spine. Mm Mm-hmm. All right. Well, thank you so much, Dr. Rubenstein. We know you're extremely busy, so I just want to thank you for all of your time and help today. An absolute honor, Liz. I, I hope that we reach some people and that they learn a little something from the time we've spent together. Definitely. And for our listeners across the country, if you are interested in speaking with Dr. Greg Rubenstein, you can either go online to www.chiropractormidtown.com or call 917 534 6484 to schedule an appointment. And on behalf of our entire team at Razorcast, we want to thank you for listening, and we look forward to bringing you more top-quality content from our country's leading experts. You've been listening to Razorcast, USA's hottest podcast, bringing you cutting-edge interviews from leading industry professionals.